0: Mama, welcome. Pull up a seat and join me in one of the most difficult conversations that we can possibly have, the loss of our children. United in this very uncomfortable motherhood as we come to understand what it means for our children to be swaddled in the stars when we want so badly for them to be in our arms. We're going to chat about grief about joy, and about chasing rainbows, and I am honored to walk by your side. Hey mama, happy Easter, and welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? How is your heart? You know that question can be answered a million different ways, and sometimes it changes from day to day. But celebrating the season of Easter is such a special time. It's a time to reflect on the newness of life as we begin spring. Uh, My window is open and the birds are chirping, and so there's little joys around me. I have a friend coming over, and I'm sipping on coffee, so I definitely don't have too much to complain about. But the reality is that even though I can find these moments of joy, I, like you, have this underlying suffering in this underlying loss. So that even Easter, this day that is supposed to be full of bunnies and beauty and beautiful colors and smiles and children laughing, my Easter looked a little different this year, as I know yours did too. Because of course there were still bunnies and there was still beauty and When we went to our families with nieces and nephews, there were still children and laughter. And so there was so much grateful for and so much to find joy in. Both of our Easter celebrations, both with my husband's side and my side, were perfect. We spent time playing games, we spent time chatting and catching up, eating yummy food, and just being together as a family but I couldn't help but notice, when Easter baskets were being shared with the kids, that something didn't feel right. I found myself sitting there in silence as all the attention was on the kids, which of course it should be and I was grateful for, Um, but only my husband really noticed where I was in the mix. I closed my eyes for a moment, squeezed his hand, and just allowed myself to be still. Because in that moment, I recognized for not the first time of the day, but I had been distracted enough during the day to not sit too much in thought. Um, But that was a moment where no one was talking to me and I wasn't doing anything for anyone or playing any games with anyone or, or really doing anything. And so I had a moment to realize that among those kids opening up Easter baskets and among those kids where grandparents were able to dote on them and draw their attention to them. Because this Easter, we would have had a newborn. We would have had a one-month-old baby in new Easter clothes and getting little Easter baskets that, why the heck do we give babies Easter baskets anyway because they don't even know what's in them? Um, But there would have been presents, and there would have been smiles, and people would have been passing the baby around, The entire time and the joy of Easter would have been like no Easter I had ever experienced before. But instead, it was like no Easter I've ever experienced before and very different than what I had imagined it to be. In my faith, Easter is a time of hope, but it's also a time of suffering because in my faith we know that on friday the day bef- the few days before easter um, we celebrate that our lord died for the sake of our sins and and then on saturday we kind of sit in this contemplation that he's in the tomb and he is dead before we can celebrate the resurrection we have to process the loss and so i think holy week looked a lot different for me this year now i know not all of you are christian Um, So we won't chat about that too much, but I couldn't go without being said that these few days leading up to Easter, I was able to feel the loss in a new way. The tomb felt colder, and the heart of Christ's mother felt deeper. I couldn't imagine the loss before that she had felt for her child, and I found myself able to contemplate a little more closely to her heart this year and in some ways that did make Easter more special even though we weren't holding a newborn child and laughing and sharing in the joy of newness of life which is what Easter meant for um, we found ourselves at a cemetery on Saturday morning putting little Easter eggs um, like ones that you can stick in the ground Flowers and a windmill and a little butterfly that my mother got for our child. And so we decorated and we celebrated and we did our best to honor our baby, to choose joy even amidst the pain. And I'm so grateful that I have my husband, that even in those quiet moments of Easter basket, well, like not quiet moments, right? But quiet moments of the heart, um, that I can squeeze his hand and know that I'm not alone. I know some of you are fortunate and have that experience as well, and I also know that some of you don't have that experience, and so I'm so sorry if you felt more alone than you should have this season. I'm hopeful that you have someone you can talk to about this journey and about this loss, and if you don't, please know that you can talk to me. Um, Of course, I'm going to include my Linktree site in the show notes below where you can find different ways to contact me um, through The Facebook page or the Instagram page, which is new and looks a little sketchy because there's only a few people following, but um, I'm hopeful that that will grow. But know that you can contact me in those places, that you can share your story with me, and that you don't have to be alone. We have a Discord group with mamas who um, have a space to share and connect, and it's an honor to be able to walk alongside you and alongside them. We also have a mamas tribe where... Um, It's a small subscription fee that um, allows you access to a Zoom room where you can chat with other mamas who have experienced loss. And we we just really dive into our day-to-day life and our day-to-day living and how we choose to honor our children on the regular. We bring them to life by sharing in stories or things that remind us of them or ways that we've shared them with others. It's such a gift to have these spaces, and so I want to encourage you to check some of those out if you have not already. Next week, we're actually going to be doing our first interview. We're going to be chatting with Sonia, and it's such a perfect timing for her episode because she's going to share with us how she found her child in the beauty of the earth, really, just in nature and how... um, It has been such a gift for her to honor her child and how she does that in her day-to-day life. I say the beauty of nature. I've just i got my window open and the birds are chirping and spring is here, ladies, and I'm here for it. And I'm ready for it. Spring is a time of newness of life and for parents who have lost a child, I think that's just what we need. A breath of fresh air and a moment to just be still and breathe in and breathe out. Um, The Christmas season in winter is dark and gloomy, and I know a lot of you were suffering during those seasons, um, just even due to seasonal depression, if nothing else. And so I'm hopeful that you'll open your windows too and allow the fresh air to come in, that you'll hear the birds chirping, and that you can smile knowing that your child looks down on you with pride, that they adore you, and that if there's no other reason to be joyful... That for them you can choose to be. That even in difficult seasons, you can know you're not alone. You can know that even though you may feel the loss of your child, they are there. I'm so honored to walk this journey with you. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week.